Hi, everyone. I'm Sarah Sladek, and welcome to another episode of the Membership IQ. This is the podcast to increase your intelligence about membership, all things membership, membership recruitment, membership engagement, membership retention. There's so much we don't know about membership exactly, and so many myths about membership and how to increase it and grow it and engage more members. And that is why I started this podcast. Once again, I'm Sarah Sladek, your host, and thank you for tuning in. Today I have a story for you about yogurt. Yes, yogurt. What does membership have to do with yogurt, you might be asking? Well, a few years ago, I attended an association conference and I was in a um, breakout session. I was sitting and waiting for the speaker to come in and give a presentation. And the person sitting next to me, I didn't know her, she was a complete stranger. She was on the phone and she was really, really upset. (laughs) She was having a very heated conversation with someone on the phone and saying, don't they understand, don't they understand that if our association wasn't there to advocate and have these regulations and help the industry, it would be absolute chaos. And she got off the phone and we introduced ourselves to one another. And she said she worked for an association that helped to regulate uh, food standards and the food industry as a whole. And they were particularly at that moment talking about legislation um, impacting yogurt. And I said to her, because we were talking a little bit about marketing, and she said, our audience just doesn't understand. Our members just don't fully appreciate what we do. And I said to her, maybe, maybe it's time to start telling the story of what would happen if your organization didn't exist. You see, she had so much passion talking about, don't they understand if we weren't around, what would happen? And she went on to tell me, well, we have this really great marketing campaign and this really great website. And I'm here to tell you that after the conference, I went and I looked at their materials and no, they certainly weren't telling that same passionate story. In other words, they weren't showing their value proposition, which is what we're talking about today value proposition. What the heck is value proposition? I've been hearing more and more lately from organizations saying, we have no value. We don't know what our value proposition is anymore. It's just not the same. People aren't joining. They don't understand what we do. They don't see our value. Value proposition is a promise. It's it's a statement that you make to your members and note that I'm saying to members, meaning that you're prioritizing members in your conversation. You're promising what you deliver to them, why they should join your association. And um, you're saying that this is what we're going to deliver. 
to our members. This is what our members can expect to experience and, um, or, and or acquire as a result of being a member. Now, a lot of associations make the mistake of using a value proposition that speaks to the masses, to anybody and everybody. They don't tailor their value proposition to members. Or they make the mistake of using a value proposition that's been around for a long time. It hasn't been updated. And in this era of incredible transition and change, we're experiencing rapidly changing technology and demographic shifts and uh, pandemic and, and resignations and workforce churn, all kinds of change. So your value proposition also has to change because what you deliver to members is based on or should be based on what they need to succeed. In other words, your value proposition has to stay relevant. It has to stay meaningful. It has to be reflective of the times. That's where your value exists. When you can answer the reason why members should join is because you're going to catapult them to greater success and you're going to deliver all that they need to succeed in this changing marketplace values through the roof. The other mistake I've seen associations make is they use propositions that are really complex or really vague or really dull. And again, we want to inspire people. We want to get them excited and we want to make it easy to understand very quickly. Without a whole lot of knowledge about your organization, they should be able to read that value proposition and immediately understand the benefit of joining, joining your organization. So there's got to be passion in it. There's got to be relevance to it. You got to tell a good story, right? We got to Netflix this. <laughs> we got to draw our audience in and they want to binge watch your association. And it starts with a good value proposition. So here's an example of a good value proposition. This is for an association that, um, that has marketers as members. And they say, our members become better marketers, build stronger brands, and drive industry change. So they're explaining, this is why you want to join this is what we deliver to our members. And this is the difference between someone who's a member and someone who's not a member. There's an immediate value proposition. It's understandable. It's quick. It's easy. And um, there's kind of a pact that the association is promising to deliver to their members. A good value proposition is outcome-based. It's results-oriented. It's not about the association and telling what kind of organization you are. Rather, you're tapping into language of what your members believe and need as a result of being affiliated with your association. In the past, value propositions were more about, let's talk about who we are and what we stand for. But mm, that doesn't fly anymore. Now you need to turn the tables and have conversations and dialogue with your members to really, truly understand where they're at. And here's the 
bigger challenge. Where they're at is constantly changing right now. What they need to succeed may differ by the year we're in, the month we're in. It may differ by the age group that they are in or the demographic or whether they're living rural or urban. You got to do your homework to really truly understand where your members are at and where they need to go. There's relevance, there's urgency, there's passion. It's a really, really good story when you can tap into those emotions. Because what we're trying to achieve here is must-have membership, not nice to have. You don't want people to look at that value proposition and go, oh, who cares? You don't want a yawn reaction. You want a yes, I need to be a part of that reaction. Must-have membership, not nice-to-have membership. So sometimes that story starts with asking, what would happen if we didn't exist? What would be missing from our industry, from our community, from the world? What great value do we bring to the table? What great value do we bring to members who join our association? And I would urge you to get started right away on that value proposition. In other words, think about yogurt. <laughs> think about that story. What would happen if your organization didn't exist and couldn't preserve food the way it needed to be? Ladies and gentlemen, I would say it's time to dig in and start work on that value proposition. Once again, I'm Sarah Sladek. And I am thankful that you joined us today for the Membership IQ. If you liked what you heard today, I would urge you to check out one of our websites, sarasladek.com or savetheassociations.com to learn more about our work with associations. Cheers!